Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Happy Skews Day to you. It is August 30th, 2022. I'm Trey Crowder, and that's Mark Agee. What's up, Mark? Nothing, Trey. I spent lar- a large part of the day going through a wormhole, um, a rabbit hole, about, you know, <laughs> Al, about, it happens constantly, but libertarians try to start their own countries, but they always fail because they forget to do stuff like build roads and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there's, a, there's a hot new one off the coast of Honduras called Prospero. And uh, <laughs> it's a bunch of fail sons, like my, uh, uh, Ronald, Ronald Reagan's kids, um, uh, a bunch of uh, some people that work for the Nixon administration, and uh, a sign of the Habsburg line, you know, the crooked jaw people from the mm-hmm. uh, medieval times. And <laughs> they're mainly using it to do Bitcoin mining, yeah. have a call center, and do some off-the-books gene splicing research that the libs in the healthcare industry won't let you do. You know, they, you know how the... Uh, the woke libs won't let you splice like dark frog DNA into human babies. Sure. Whatever. whatever. <laughs> yeah. So. It's a classic liberal platform right there. What's the, what are they trying to do? They're trying to create like, um, you know, I don't know where conservative or like Uber conservatives or something. <laughs> build so, the perfect soldier. And anti Antifa super soldiers. Uh, yeah. they're going to, they can, they can survive on nothing but, uh, rainwater, human flesh. And uh, they're coming for uh, taxes. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, that sounds fun. Yeah. At least those so, never work out, like you said. So that's no, they, they, it turns out to build a society, you have to actually have society. So mm-hmm. it's like the society don't hit for them. Uh, society has shed like age of consent law. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Running water. Uh, so before we get to the show, so DeSantis fell on his, stepped on his own dick this week a little bit in a way that's going to ruin two dozen people's lives. But uh, so his his, ele- his election integrity cops, which he started because of all, you know, the voter fraud. Sure. They stayed a bu- staged a bunch of early morning SWAT raids on people who voted. Um, these were, <laughs> Battle show. Yeah. <laughs> these were, remember a couple of years ago, they had a ballot initiative. Uh, one of the few things the Koch brothers are, are good about is they, uh, they're for giving felons the right to vote back on some libertarian stuff. But um, so voters passed a ballot initiative, but it did not hit for Republicans because they're going to give everybody the right to, if, if they'd served their time, they could vote again, provided they weren't murderers or sex offenders. Right. Yeah. And so, so these people were felons like, Hey, am I allowed to vote? And the county said, yeah, you can vote. Here's your voter registration. So then they voted. And then the state says, no, actually they didn't go through the full process. They went to the house and arrested them. Probably thought they could railroad them and make a big show of their arrest, which they did. But also, um, you usually force poor people to plea out, but a bunch of election like rights lawyers got involved and represent these people pro bono. And the law explicitly states you have to knowingly illegally vote. <laughs> so the government's got no case here. But right. it's, it's fucking gross, man. Uh, yeah. And, and anybody Florida. Thinks yeah. Anybody thinks DeSantis is better than Trump is uh, wrong, in my opinion. Um, For sure. I mean, he's like, you know, uh, He's the thing I feel like we've been talking about for years where it's like, you know, the next Trump not being as much of a clown as him or having like some degree of competency or whatever, but being just as terrible. So, I mean, yeah, not looking forward to the, you know, DeSantis rise. So DeSantis is definitely going to lose this, which is great because today we're going to be talking about a lot of winning and winning, making assholes very, very mad. So mad. the last thing before we get to the show is uh, one of the prim- one of the special elections last Tuesday, in a pretty Trumpy district in uh, Western New York. Uh, this guy named Pat Ryan, who's a Democrat, won, 
by being explicitly hardcore pro-abortion, pro-choice. And like, I want to, I want you to watch this ad and think about how cowardly other Democrats are. They run away from this issue sometimes. When our country called, he served. Pat Byron graduated from West Point and risked his life in combat. He fought for our families, for our freedom. And freedom includes a woman's right to choose. How can we be a free country if the government tries to control women's bodies? That's not the country I fought to defend. I'm Pat Ryan, and I approve this message because in Congress, I'll fight to protect all of our freedoms. Yeah, so cable news people were freaking out. This is a pretty important bellwether because it was like a Trump plus 12 district, and this guy won it in a low turnout election, uh, which is usually good for Republicans. Right. Um, so he's like the first Republican to go all in with anti-abortion message. Uh, and this is a huge test case for the uh, party strength in the midterm. So that's good. Hi. Right. Good guys before this went out. Yeah. Um, was it the message or was it the classic like, oh, hello there. I'm Pat Ryan. Yeah. That he did a couple of times. <laughs> the complete lack of charisma. Yeah, complete right. Complete lack of charisma. Still pulled right. it off, baby. So yeah. I think it's uh, that's important. <laughs> yeah. uh, women, are, women are pissed off. Dads are pissed off. Everybody's fucking pissed off. And for once, they're pissed off with the right people or the people that are immiserating their children and making their lives worse. So, yay. Hell yeah. <laughs> Everybody, everybody's rowing in the same direction for once. I like it. Right on. Okay. Well, let's get into it. With us, as always, is producer Matt. This is Weekly Skews. I do want to remind you, of course, of two things real quick. Number one, if you'd like to see me perform live, you can go to TreyCrowder.com. We just added a bunch of new dates. Finally, I know I've been telling you all that for a while, but here they are. Some of those dates are full well-read shows. That's me, Corey, Andrew together. Some of the others are still the solo tour. They are marked accordingly. Either way, I hope you'll check it out. Go to TreyCrowder.com. Get your tickets. Come see me whenever I'm near you. Number two, if you enjoy this program and would like to show your support, you can do so by signing up on Patreon. $5 a month gets you access to full-length bonus episodes. We're going to record one later this week. Having a lot of fun with it. We hope you'll consider it. Go to weeklyskews.com slash more or go on Patreon. Look me up. Either way works. Sign up on there. Get some more skews in your life. Okay. As for the show tonight, just after last week's episode, Joe Biden, of course, announced his big student loan forgiveness plan, offering much-needed debt relief to millions of Americans. A move which has naturally incensed the American right wing. We'll talk about their ensuing meltdown as we go through the show. But first, of course, we begin with the Daily Dumbass. Matt, graphic, please. Tonight's DD, me and Mark for clearly choosing the wrong majors in college. Let's hear from who else? Lauren Boebert. Uh, how the heck can Joe Biden call America first conservatives a threat to democracy with a straight face and a dry diaper. He's the one who has allowed millions <laughs> to invade our southern border. He's the one who is robbing hardworking Americans to pay for Karen's daughter's degree in lesbian dance theory. <laughs> lesbian dance theory. Normally they go with like, you know, the basket waving or the whatever type thing, you know, which I know we got some of that later. But yeah, this one, I don't know. I feel like that's a degree with legs right there. You know, I feel like there's yeah. a market, mount market out there for <laughs> lesbian <laughs> dance theorists. Since you brought up the underwater basket weaving thing, which does come up later in the show, uh, I looked up the origin of it, and there's a whole Wikipedia page dedicated to that old joke. And I was like, where did it come from? The first known mentions are like newspaper editorials in the 1950s. Wow. They've been doing this bit about how kids are getting meaningless college degrees 
since our great our meemaws were uh, townies fucking the college boys. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and yet somehow society has survived with a with a nation built of nothing but underwater basket weavers and lesbian dance theory, uh, theory majors, which. Anybody that looks at who what majors are on college campuses nowadays, it's all STEM stuff. And you, the the fuck off degrees are like esports. <laughs> right. So like uh, I, I don't Well, it's also just like I, it's weird to like no one should buy the idea that the only people that have outsized student loan debt are the ones who, you know, picked an odd degree or whatever. It's like right. it's it's everybody. It's all the mm-hmm. all the good degrees too, all the engineering STEM shit, like you said. Like it's yeah. everybody because that's just how it works, you know. Like I really don't get what their point is supposed to be when they bring those up. And we're gonna we're gonna get into all of it, but like it's also like people people take out student loans to go to cosmetology school and like and mm-hmm. get those commercial driver's licenses. And like it's this idea that plus a bunch of people don't finish college, they go to two years and still leave with a bunch of debt. Right. Um, so I it's just I don't know. They got nothing to say about this stuff, and we got a bunch of more dumbasses saying dumb shit about this in the in the, in the, in the main segment. Yeah. But uh, we'll, I just want to give you guys a taste because this is what losing looks like: is you're yeah. making fun of people that don't exist. Right. <laughs> so, all right, our first honorable mention is anybody who thought Gina Carano's career was over after she got ousted from The Mandalorian for being hard right. No, she's still going strong. Check out the trailer for her new film, My Son Hunter. So I'll tell you what's going down. You know who I am. They told me you were VIP. Well connected to the government. What kind of a moron forgets to pick up his laptop at a repair shop? <laughs> You're a Biden. Act like one. Everything he built, life, I just ruined it all. I want to know everything that's on that laptop that can ruin my erection. My friends, it's time to party! <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. So we talked about the, this movie on a, a Patreon episode a couple weeks ago, but the, the trailer hadn't out yet, and I am very excited about this about this trailer. This is pure cinematic quality. Sure. The life and times of Hunter Biden partying this fucking out. They make it look like leaving Las Vegas. I know. <laughs> it's like it's just we talked about this a little bit before the show, but it's like so often they just seem to make us out to be like rad on accident you know what i mean <laughs> like uh making liberals look uh you know cooler than they need to by talking about all the like you know the satan and party shit all the fucking you know sex yeah. parties and devil stuff it's like yeah that's you know sounds like a good time i got way too little sex parties and devil stuff in my uh in my in my day planner uh mm. personally <laughs> Yeah. I, I just like so the movies there's also all these people are already suing each other this happened after but like apparently Robert Davi who's you know the actor from the, from the Goonies direct, directed this but apparently he didn't actually direct it he never actually showed up so they, uh, uh, like the director of photography actually directed the movies so they're all suing each other for credits and stuff so uh, this movie these people are going to sue each other for way more money than this movie's going to make which is funny as shit to me uh Turns yeah, out you can't, can't trust people that are making I, that. <laughs> right. That's what I, that's exactly what I was about to say. I can't believe the people involved in this uh, motion picture, you know, seem to lack scruples or integrity or, you know, <laughs> an ability to work together. 
this is part of like the backlash against the student loan stuff too, is like these people live in a universe of free money. Like this movie's not going to make any money. I can appreciate we're talking about it. Like this is the right wing donor is going to prop this thing up. So Robert Davi is going to get a bunch of free money as, as a Gina Carano, whatever, for an unprofitable bad idea. Uh, Lauren Boebert's husband, we just talked about her in the student loan thing. Her, Lauren Boebert's husband, I just saw, has a no-show job as a consultant for Colorado oil and gas company. It makes half a million dollars a year. Um, so... <laughs> when they're lecturing people to get get jobs, just remember what all these people's actual jobs are, which is being on uh, some some consult some uh, you know commenters called wingnut welfare. Like if me and Trey pivoted to make it right wing content. Some some Coke brothers pass through would just give us little cartoon. Yeah, on the side. And Bill's coming to fucking top. Yeah, I wouldn't mind yeah. one of them no show jobs. You know, that sounds yeah. pretty, pretty pretty sweet gig. But you know, yeah. what are you gonna do? I, I, yeah. I'm not the type to look for a handout, though. You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, yeah, no show consulting job. That'd be all right. Okay. Yeah. Next arm. Next arm will mention Joe Biden for starting to try and stuff. I guess let's just play this play this clip here. I'd say, whose side are you on? Whose side are you on? Compare the volume there with this measured line from the inaugural address. The president said we can join forces, stop the shouting and lower the temperature. The president who said on his first day he thinks unity is the path forward is now telling people instead to pick a side. Shannon? <laughs> Dude, the, the, they never cease to amaze me which like the, these mother the fucking the fuck your feelings you know commie socialist mm-hmm. lib turd queer fucking people all the shit that they've been saying forever talking about unity is uh is truly something like they've yeah like we're the problem with unity in this country you know now that now they want to like you know join hands and sing kumbaya and shit that's what we're supposed to believe apparently yeah, Fox News has been a full-on meltdown all week because Joe Biden, in a speech a couple days ago, called them sem- um, the MAGA movement semi-fascist. And right. uh, these are people who are calling Joe Biden a full-on communist for forgiving $10,000 in student loan debt. Right. Are mad about being called fascists for trying to imprison their political enemies and overthrow the democratic, the democratic process. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, that, that clip really hit for me. I've, I've quoted this idea before, but there was a, a piece I read that really stuck with me last year. I think the New Republic called Democrats don't want to answer the question. And the question was, whose side are you on? Mm-hmm. And there's Joe Biden picking a fucking side. And mm-hmm. I like it because like politics is about who wields power, who gets to allocate resources. So like if you elect the other side, they're going to like give power to fascists and allocate resources to billionaire coal companies. If you elect us, we're going to be on the side of the other 98% of people <laughs> and allocate resources to help you do stuff like pay off your student loans and pay for school and pay for health care and so forth. There are sides. Countries have sides. Right. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. And again, just the, you know, the they're like. They, name calling is like one of their number one jams. You know what I mean? And one, you know, one of the most popular ones is snowflakes. And then they get all up in arms when they get called one little name, like semi-fascist or whatever. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's ridiculous. But you know, I mean, that's sort of their primary speed. I mean, so what are you going to do? 
We just showed a clip where Lauren Boebert made a joke about Joe Biden shitting his pants, which is fine. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> it's like, that was like one of Trump's big things was coming up with stupid middle school grade nicknames mm-hmm. for the people he was pissed at. That's mm-hmm. like a signature move of his. But, yeah, we shouldn't be yeah. name calling. When they're, not, when they're not calling Joe Biden evil, like, uh, uh, you know, Sith Lord, they're calling him sleepy. So right. I guess – they got to pick a side. Which what's that? We, we, evil or sleepy? Which one is mm-hmm. it? Because you can't be evil and asleep. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, that's another <laughs> classic thing they do. It's like you know we're limp wristed, you know, soy boys who can't get anything done, but also fucking Antifa super commanders who are bringing society to its knees or whatever. Like you know, yeah, doesn't make any sense. But again. They're not really in the sense-making business. Speaking of which, our next honorable mention for Daily Dumbass is uh, <laughs> is uh, bikes for being bent sometimes or not. Anyway, it's Herschel Walker. <laughs> Herschel Walker is still standing. My bike is not bent, so anyone can ride my bike like he's seen to have Chuck Schumer and uh, Joe Biden riding this bike because he seemed to be voting for whatever they say. Okay. What? <laughs> <laughs> I have so, no idea. It's like, I basically, <laughs> yeah. So Warnock, we showed that Tim, that uh, uh, Pat Ryan ad earlier, and I just wanted to say that, like, I think Warnock's fucking up his campaign because he's running as himself. And I like Raphael Warnock. He's a nice, kindly old minister dude, but he's uh, running the kitchen table. We're going to get your insulin prices down 20% sort of campaign. Meanwhile, uh, Herschel Walker is a mean asshole who literally put a gun to his ex-wife's head. Uh, and his own head, to be fair, Mark. Yeah, also true. his yeah. own head many times. Uh, I think... If you explicitly go after people hard, it's a better campaign strategy. Um, but that's not, I guess it's not Warnock's personality or he's getting bad information from consultants because right now he's pulling behind Herschel Walker who says shit like my bike's not bent. That's not good. Yeah, I know. I don't even know why I'm wasting breath trying to parse that. But it's like he said, my bike's not bent so anyone can ride my bike. And then he shits on Warnock for having people riding his bike evidently so i'm not sure where he stands on bikes he needs to quit flip-flopping on bikes all right pick a side Mm -hmm. mark (laughs) pro bent or anti-bent bikes i don't know what the (laughs) fuck is going on uh anymore anyway Mm -hmm. our our next honorable mention donald trump for not being stupid enough to commit crimes hit it matt (laughs) but before we go to our great guests let me ask you a question if you're going to commit a crime, you keep the video home on 24-7. I don't know. Would you? Seems kind of stupid, doesn't it? Uh-huh. Or would you yeah. do it in front of the private <laughs> service? I don't know. That seems kind of stupid, doesn't it? <laughs> well, that's what you're expected to believe. <laughs> it's like, it's such a great example of that thing they do sometimes where it's like they say something, you know, and you're just sitting there like, Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it does. It does seem kind of stupid, but that's exactly why it's easy for us to believe, you know, on account also, of stupid shit. I, I know the Secret Service is largely a law enforcement agency, but they're explicitly not tasked to enforce the law on the people that are protectees. Like, 
Hunter Biden is surrounded by Secret Service while he's smoking crack and having sex with prostitutes. It's not their business to fucking get involved in that shit. Right. It's their job to keep their mouths shut as the Praetorian Guard for our political elite. Right. Um, so, yeah, they're not going to like be like, hey, that box doesn't go there. Shame on you, Mr. President. <laughs> yeah, not really their thing. No. All right. Also, we got Trump for hiding stealth bomber plans in Melania's underwear drawer, uh, apparently. Another clip here. They went outside the four corners of what that warrant authorized them to do. This Including was Melania's closet. Right. And right. and eventually there'll be, tr- fo- uh, you know, trophy photos will show up. We're going to find out that FBI agents are sitting there you know, holding up her lingerie or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and those that, those photos will come out eventually. It might be, you know, 10 years from now, but they'll be out. The important- All right. Uh, so, yeah, this guy definitely just has been watching The Sopranos and just got to the episode where after Chris gets made, uh, there's he's subject to random uh, searches and Polly goes through Adriana's underwear drawer. So uh, <laughs> I love that I can tell exactly where everyone's out there because Sopranos binge watch. But uh, so, yeah, they've, been, they've been making <laughs> like, again, we're talking about like this is what losing looks like. There's there's no fucking excuse. There's just nothing they can say. It's all so stupid. Right. Um, and literally all they have is threats of violence, which is why Lindsey Graham yep. said this shit. And yeah. we just watch this. Remember, Lindsey Graham used to be sort of sane. He was like best friends with uh, um, uh, John McCain and was a lawyer in the Air Force. Uh, yeah, Lindsey Graham's got like a very sane and honestly like respectable background. Uh, and then which is why, you know, it's a shame. Yeah, he'd be now, uh, including so shit like this. Yes. If there's a prosecution of Donald Trump for mishandling classified information after the Clinton debacle, which you presided over and did a hell of a good job, there'll be riots in the streets. Mm. Threatening. Uh, the always threatening and imposing Lindsey Graham, prophesying wrath in the face <laughs> of us expecting, you know, accountability for anyone. Yeah. I don't doubt that the scene outside the courthouse at Trump's whatever trial would the, the hypothetical trial that probably never happened would be a scene. Uh, mm-hmm. But some of the how the fascist brain works for a minute. Fascists are encouraged by apathy and by winning. Uh, their leader getting arrested would not cause them, would not motivate fascists. It would dispirit them, <laughs> right? Uh, they're, they're also not used to playing this game. It took them months to plan January 6th. They did it out in the open, but nobody's paying attention. And the, FBI, the whole, whole FBI and Secret Service was caught flat-footed as was the Capitol Police. They will not be caught flat-footed a second time. Uh, and so I don't think that would be the reaction. Um, uh, I think some sociastic terrorism, I think some assassination attempts on, on prosecutors, would be likely uh, maybe a bomb threat against the judge. Um, but it, it, it's also just it. such a wild thing to openly say, just like threatening violence, you know, in, in response to, like I said, the idea of accountability or like the law mattering. You know what I mean? It's like you, you guys have to learn to, you know, turn your heads to this type of shit and just let us do it. Because if you don't, we're going to take to the streets and burn everything down. God damn it. Yeah. It's essentially exactly what he's saying and that's just that's a wild thing for a sitting senator to be saying openly but yeah if you here's the thing if you uh (laughs) if you take out more money you can pay back in student loans fuck you you did the crime you do the time you try to overthrow the government and keep uh (laughs) plans for the stealth bomber next to wet eggs at a breakfast then we get to get away with it because fuck you 
right? Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. So oh, what's uh, this thing you have in here about him going Trump going full Q? What what happened? Oh, so people are paying less attention to Trump, which is largely good, but also while well, one, one thing no one's noticing is getting more and more explicitly crazy. So he's, he he had a, a, a shitstorm on Truth Social this morning. He posted like 60 times in an hour, and most of it was retruths, which is their retweeting of like explicitly Q content. Now, before when he retweeted Q content, it was more like dog whistles he might have not noticed like maybe the yeah. screen name was like like uh where we go we'll go one we go all which is the QAnon catchphrase or whatever but this is like explicitly the storm is coming i am q type stuff he also posted a statement the other day about how he was going to be reinstated as president which people yeah. reportedly thought that but then he denied it because it's crazy right Right. Yeah, I saw him saying, yeah, they, the only option was to throw out the results of the election and have a brand new one right now, today, whole right. new election where, you know, the right person would win. Also, didn't he frame that, if I'm remembering correctly, about uh, – was was that the thing where he was saying, like, the fact that they ignored Hunter Biden's laptop right before the election because they knew that it would give Trump the victory? And that's why he deserves a new election, which is like kind of what really did happen to Hillary Clinton right before his election when the investigation yeah. was opened into her emails or whatever. Anyway, I don't know why. I'm yeah, so they were set aflame by uh, Mark Zuckerberg went on Joe Rogan's podcast and mm -hmm. said that the FBI came to them and asked them to to bury kind of sort of bury the Hunter Biden laptop story because it was Russian disinfecting to as if like Hunter Biden's laptop existing, which no one's ever said anything's bad is on it. And the Hunter Biden's laptop existing would have swung the election to Trump, therefore the election doesn't count. <laughs> so yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? All right. Our final honorable mention for Daily Dumbass. Anybody who thought Rudy couldn't go like a big boy. That's right. He tells us right here. So here they're, they're saying things like there's going to be a big dump, and and there was a big dump. I put out the big dump to the New York Post. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. yeah. At least he don't have like, the, the poop water on his face anymore, you know. Yeah. It's one of those ones, isn't it? I think he's talking about like election fraud information. Yeah, to right. Court filings. They they but, called uh, it. Anyway. They, they that was like the terminology they were using right at the time. A big dump of mm -hmm. of fraudulent votes or whatever it was supposed to be. I don't remember, but dump was yeah. their uh, their nomenclature mm -hmm. for it. Yeah, there's no big takeaways from that one. That was just it's fun. just funny. It just yeah. Rudy sounds like he's talking <laughs> about pooping. And poop stuff, which is yeah, always a good time. I enjoyed it too. All right, All right. Well, let's get into it. The debt jubilee. All right, so Joe Biden canceled a fairly token amount of student debt. It'll make a pretty big difference in a lot of people's lives, but also it's might it won't be enough for a lot of people. And some people, like I paid off my student loans, I won't get any relief, which is fucking fine. I don't. These people that are like. I didn't get it. So you didn't get it. I don't understand. No, I, no, I know. I don't either. I, last week I made uh, one of my videos about the student loan thing. And that's one of the things I brought up. That shit drives me crazy because like I said in the video, so, you know, my dad died of pancreatic cancer, right? He's gone, been gone since 2013. If they announced a miracle cure for pancreatic cancer, one of the worst cancers out there tomorrow, I'm not going to be like, oh, okay. So all these like entitled cancer havers out here just get to go on being alive. Is that it? Is that how it mm -hmm. works in Joe Biden's America? Like, I just don't. 
I just don't understand that. I mean, I mean, it's just fucking like selfishness and pettiness and whatever. It's not like it's that difficult to understand, but it's just so baldly shitty that it's wild to me that people don't realize it when they're saying stuff like that. Yeah. It's just sorry. Yeah. I think this is a pretty, I think it's a good policy that doesn't go far enough, which is pretty much the, 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 the Democrat slogan is yes. Pretty good. It's all, it's all you're going to get, yeah, which is right. whatever. It's better. Pretty good. It's better than nothing. Fucking eat sure. shit. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, but it's also a pretty funny moment in U.S. politics because Biden did something good. They won't really affect anyone else. Like they, they're trying to spin this and like it means oh, taxpayers have to pay it off. But yeah, it's right. not true. It's not the government does not have to pay back its debt. <laughs> it just does not. So all, a lot of these student debts wouldn't have been paid back anyway. People would have died in debt. And that ten grand would still be on the book. All it does is affect their credit rating and increase their chances of one day being able to pay it off. Um, so, but it's still like. It, but Republicans still salted the earth over this middling, just pretty good policy that doesn't affect anybody else other than the people who have their debt forgiven and made themselves look like total clowns. And I saw a bunch of centrists saying this, this pundits saying this would cause electoral backlash, but I really don't understand how. And if it does, like that scarcity mindset we're just talking about where I didn't get it, so you can't get it, it that would, we're, we're so far gone. If that- I don't know how we continue being a fucking society. Well, I, well, I don't get like an electoral backlash against the Democrats, they mean, in response to yeah. this. From, But like, yeah, I don't understand that either. It feels to me like it would be the opposite. It felt like, you know, a move to, you know, help uh, fire up the base further. Like people that are I just I don't get it. I feel like there's bound to be plenty of people. Maybe they're on the fence who have student loans, you know, that this will help out that might, you know, influence them uh, to be more pro-Democrat. But I feel like all the people that are like truly pissed off by this because, oh, it's unfair and fucking lazy basket weavers and all that shit. Like, I don't think they were like going to be a factor for the Democrats. And like they were probably pretty locked in. I don't understand how that's supposed yeah. to, to work. And this is this applies to 40 million Americans, 40 million right. Americans whose lives has got better. And it's not just those 40 million. Those 40 million are also married to people who don't have college debt. Right. They're brothers and sisters of people who don't have college debt. They're sons and daughters of people who don't have college debt. So it's the, the, the people that are positively going to like this are way more than the 40 million. Yeah. <laughs> but, it, but it's still like it's, it was so funny because centrists were saying that this is going to cause electoral backlash. It's a bad idea for Biden to do. And the Republicans are saying this is Joe Biden buying votes. I know. That's what. Right. That's what I'm saying. That's what I mean. Yeah. I didn't I didn't know. I hadn't heard. the. I didn't realize there were people saying, oh, this is going to cause a big backlash. Because, like I said, I had I had seen the opposite. Like you said, it was yeah. like, yeah, it's like a bribe. It's like, oh, the midterm. It's so it's so transparent what they're doing with the midterms coming up. They they think they can just help a bunch of people and just get away with it, you know, or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I thought that was stupid too, but I definitely thought that was the primary <laughs> argument. Was it's like but it's it, just a bargaining chip or whatever? But but there, is there no more <laughs> Democrat reaction, like centrist Democrat reaction? Then Democrats doing something to help people and Republicans being like, oh, no, we lost this one. People are going to like being helped. They're going to want more help. And then centrist Democrats being like, oh, no, we won. This sucks for us. Now we're going to lose. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah I, I don't get it. So the ten to twenty thousand dollars, which is like twenty thousand is like for Pell Grants. But Pell like, Grants, yeah. You have to apply for this. There's going to be a program. So like, it's not going to be automatic granted to you. You've got, you've got to fill out forms and shit. So if you're listening to this, you think you just got it. No, go Google how to get into it, right? 
But he's not just forgiving a set amount of debt. He also enacted a new policy that exceeds, ends excess interest rates on student loans. And right. the borrower pays their minimum monthly payment, which is now capped only 5% of their income. Their balance will no longer increase. That's probably a bigger deal than a 10 to 20 right. No, I know. Yeah, that's it, it's wild to me that that had. I mean, I've, I've seen it brought up, but it felt like it should have been more of a headline to me. Because like mm-hmm. you said, it's like, yeah, there's a lot of people with much more than, you know, 10K or 20K or whatever. But this like applies to, you know, to everybody pretty much. Like if you're in a position where it's really hurting you or strapping you, regardless of how much of it there is in total, this is still going to be hugely beneficial. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, it's even more far reaching than than people thought because of that. Um, I do want to say when I talk about it not being that the 10, 20,000 not being that huge of a deal, I don't I don't mean just in, in those people's lives or not being a helpful thing. I mean, in context of U.S. government spending, I think this costs like half a billion dollars, which is a, a penny pennies for the federal government. And right. the, the government gives away much more money to a bunch of other people that no one ever cares. Uh, they also do a bunch of debt relief stuff. They, they, they just Joe Biden's forgiven a bunch of other student loans. They sort of forgave billions of dollars. And loans to the, the people got for-profit schools are essentially ripoffs. Like they, they've already forgiven other classes of student debt. No one made a big deal about. They forgive PPP loans. We're going to talk about, mm-hmm. and so this is why it's the people's people's reactions are so stupid. So let's talk about some dumbass reactions to this shit. Let's have some fun. Please. Right. Here's Don Jr.'s fiance, Kimberly Guilfoyle. <laughs> people that are working right. hard enough of this nonsense let me i mean paying off loans for people that don't want it they want to have some bizarre uh, basket weaving uh, you know a degree and there it is all of us people watching across this country hard-working men and women to subsidize their laziness and their inability to even try to contribute to society people so there it is if you have student loans you don't have a job i guess is the message right uh, i do want to point out this is a woman who's Big genius stroke in her career was marrying Gavin Newsom and then trying to marry Don Jr. and going on Fox News. She also got paid $180,000 for a no-show job for the Trump campaign and got $60,000 to do a 90-second speech on January 6th. We talk about these people live in a world where free money falls in their lap. This is what I'm talking about. Right. Um, and also, she did the underwater basket we've been doing. So, and I saw on there, she's like, uh, her organization's called MAGA again, which like, I do. I, I get it. I do understand it, but it's still funny to me. Let's make a, make America great again. Again, um, yeah, just seems appropriate. <laughs> she, they should do like an attorney's general thing where it's like make America's great again or something. Uh, <laughs> that would be for me. This is a guy. This is a guy was a uh, worked in the George. Utter sneering contempt for this asshole has for everyone else in America who's working and can't afford to pay their loans. I think many important and smart things have been said at this table, so I'll just add a couple. I feel like we've reached the Joker phase of the Biden presidency. All we're lacking now is Hell yeah. a purple <laughs> He's riding a parade float down Pennsylvania Avenue, just tossing money out the window here. Again, it's totally lawless. Sounds it's pretty sweet. <laughs> it completely is in violation of our norm. You got a president. I want to go to a money parade with Biden in a purple suit and shit, you know. <laughs> Sounds wild to me. It's funny you started that out with like, there's been a lot of important and truly smart things said on this table. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do a couple more real quick. <laughs> I got a couple more Dude, if, smart and important things for you. Do how much free media you got you would get if Joe Biden really did this? Took took, took like like ten million dollars of Democratic campaign cash instead of spending it on ads and consultants to, to do dumb shit. Just literally had a parade in a purple suit and threw money out. That would get you more votes. <laughs> 
<laughs> that one hits so fucking hard. All right, now the, one of the most annoying one of uh, these. Here's Rick, here's Marco Rubio. I almost called him Rick Rubio. Uh, <laughs> uh, There's no reform. Let's start with this. I talked about the fact we need to reform student loans. I owed over a hundred thousand dollars in student loans. The day I got elected to the Senate, I had over a hundred thousand dollars still in student loans. That I was able to pay off because I wrote a book, and from that money I was able to pay it. If not, it would never. I'd still be paying. It, okay, so that's not about. I, I did the student loan thing in America so, is a big problem, and it's broken. It needs to be fixed. Like, it needs to be reformed. And I have bipartisan ideas. That you could get it back. Yeah. What? So <laughs> it, it's important to note here when it, these guys write books. These are those are schemes. Nobody read Marco Rubio's book. I know. I, I was thinking that when he said it, I was like, I bet yeah. that surely didn't sell well. So he paid a ghostwriter, Mark Salter, who also ghostwrote all of John McCain's books, um, to to write this book. And he probably he, Mark Salter probably did it on spec. And then the money came on the back end. What happens is these these books always end on the bestsellers list because Republican donors just buy them yeah. in bulk, right? Or they can't. Like Rubio's campaign can't pay Marco Rubio, but they can buy a hundred thousand copies of Marco Rubio's book to hand out his campaign literature. Right. So it's just naked corruption. Where he says, I wrote a book where he says, scare yourself up by your bootstraps. Mm-hmm. Right. He also, uh, he, in his case, his book had a hundred thousand copies bought by the billionaire whose pet he is. Right. <laughs> so th- this is just it, a fucking joke. It's also just, how, and I know he's right. He's about to pivot and talk about how this isn't the right way to address it or whatever, but it's just funny that he like, he goes through this whole thing establishing that he, you know, should understand the burden that this has on people. Do you know what I mean? He's like, look, I've been uh-huh. there. I know how difficult it is. It's a huge problem. Uh, you know, it's like, right. Well, we're trying to address that problem. He's like, yeah, but n- that ain't it. <laughs> no. What you got to do is get yourself self-elected to the Senate. Now, there's only a hundred of those, jo- those jobs in America, but we can all take turns. Get yourself elected to the Senate. <laughs> Have someone else pay a ghostwriter to write a book for you. You don't do any fucking work on it, so maybe give some notes. And then a billionaire will come along and just recoup your advance for you. And then yeah. Well, it's kind of like, I mean, I've I paid off my student loans and I did it mostly all at once. And it was after I went viral and started touring. And actually I sold a book. Now that I think about right. it. And I paid off, but like, and I would never, ever, you know, be like, so why don't all y'all just do that shit? You know I mean? <laughs> just go viral. Just go, just viral. go viral. Just, do, do. <laughs> just fucking take your shirt off, yell at your phone, quit being a baby about it. You know, like yeah, uh, yeah it's just it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, uh, there is some uh, harebrained takes. This one is just next one. This is a, a Republican named Jim Banks, who's a uh, Congressman from Indiana. He said the quiet part real out here. Uh, this is a tweet. Student loan forgiveness oh, yeah. undermines one of our military's greatest recruitment tools at a time of dangerously low enlistments. It, dude. If we don't like, make the only way to pay to college, right. leg blow it off in Iraq. Yeah, right. We get the leg blow it off in Iraq. Right. Yeah. It's like, you know, we, 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 we depend on these uh, predatory practices that exploit low-income youth, you know, as a means of national security. God damn it. Don't you guys realize this is like it's terrorist also, winning? <laughs> it's also, weirdly enough, shitting on the military or the people in it. Because it's like, 
being everyone in the army is an idiot for joining because it's stupid to be in the army. Right. If we can't right. force people to right. do it, no one's going to serve. No one's going to do it. Yeah. If we can't basically like blackmail or bribe them into doing it, uh, then why would anyone ever do that? It's insane. You don't want to go over there and get shot and shit. No, you got we need to be able to give them, you know, free college or a signing bonus on a Dodge Charger, you know, one or the other or both. I w- I would say that like the one person I would empathize with who would be mad about this would be a guy who volunteered for Iraq to pay for college and then lost a leg or an arm or got killed and be like, well, this, <laughs> they could, you could have done this before. But also I think that person would be like, well, I'm glad nobody has to make that choice if they don't want to ever again. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it's just that yeah. thing where it's like, you know, no, like even with that guy, like, yeah, I mean, that sucks, but it's, you know. It doesn't have to be comparative. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, dude, it's bullshit that that ha- happened to you, you know, but it's also bullshit what's happening to millions of other Americans. Like everybody's getting fucked. It's all bullshit. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have to be yeah. a competition. But in case you think uh, pulling yourself up by your bootstraps is complicated, uh, Dan Bungino went on Fox News and drew this really helpful diagram. What that is is a stick figure with a huge ass. And he's drawing an arrow to it saying rump. And what's happening is, see the up arrow? The ass has gotten itself up, and another arrow is going to a job. <laughs> okay. I, dude, I literally – I saw this in the outline or whatever, and I genuinely could not make heads or tails of this. <laughs> I had no idea what he was – but so he's saying get up off your ass and go get a job, and that's how you yeah. pay a loan. Okay. Yeah. The unemployment rate is like 3% right now, by the way. So everybody has fucking jobs except for 3% of people. And, also, look uh, at him trying to take uh, trying to take uh, Katie Porter's shine out here right? <laughs> with the whiteboard. I, I do enjoy that. We, I'm pretty bad at Pictionary, but we just learned that I could be you a Pictionary, which is uh, yeah, like, yeah. I was not know, following. <laughs> we got we got to put some money on game night. Uh, along that lines, about everyone needing student loan debt relief, including you and my sister, who's a first grade teacher. Uh, she's a lazy uh, bloodsucker, I guess. But Ted Ted Cruz also has it in for uh, people that work at coffee shops. Let's listen to Ted Cruz. That there is a real risk if if you are that that slacker barista. <laughs> who, who who wasted seven years in college studying completely useless things now has loans and can't say, get a job. say underwater basket weaving. Joe Biden <laughs> just gave you twenty grand. Like holy cow, twenty grand. That you know, maybe you weren't gonna vote in November and suddenly you just got twenty grand and you know, if you can, you know, get off the bong for a minute and, and, and head down to the voting station. Uh or just send in your mail in uh ballot that the Democrats have helpfully sent you. Um it could drive up Dude, the the abject contempt that they have for just regular working people. You know what I mean? Like this motherfucker don't go to coffee shops. I guarantee you he does. And I mean, of course, you know, that doesn't mean plenty of people go to coffee shops, think that the people that work at coffee shops are useless pieces of shit. I know because I was in the service industry for a while and I know how it goes. But I mean, yeah, it's just wild. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. You know, fucking regular Americans working a job. Go fuck yourself, you stupid piece of shit. That's what Ted Cruz thinks. It's worth pointing out that like uh, one of the most rapidly unionizing workplaces in America right now is Starbucks. And part of the reasons why is because it's not that great of a place to work and they no. work you very, very hard and you have to be there at five in the morning. And like one, one person who worked at the Starbucks is saying like that some of them were have wearables where like alarm goes off and we're standing still for more than eight seconds. <laughs> so you get, like, they're oh thinking, my like, God. Time to lean, time to clean to time like, to, a, yeah, like right. a dystopian uh, degree. That's um, insane. 
so fuck Ted Cruz. Everybody that works at a like he's he's moonlighting from his job as a senator, which is a job where you work like fifteen days a year as a fucking podcaster. The motherfucker hasn't worked a day in his adult life since he left. I guess the hardest job he ever has was solicitor general in Texas, where he went to court to argue that there was no constitutional right to jerk off. I'm not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he tried to take that you no know, constitutional right to jerk off case to the Supreme Court because Texas wanted to outlaw sex toys. Uh, this guy, I want to talk about this guy because I'll tell you the punchline of this video after we play it because it's pretty fucking hilarious. Here's Stephen Moore, who Trump tried to put on the Federal Reserve Board. No, when I said that people were angry about this, Pete, what really makes people angry is that we, but this isn't what America is about. You play by the rules and you get yes. rewarded. If you're, if you're not paying your debts, you're a deadbeat. I mean, that's what, that's the term. I'm going to cut it back. If you're not, if you're not paying your debts, you're a deadbeat. Trey, do you want to know why uh, Trump was unable to successfully appoint him to the Federal Reserve? Please tell because me, Mark. Because after he was nominated, and remember, if you don't pay your debt, you're a deadbeat, it came out that he shorted his wife $300,000 in child support, and she had to take him to court to force him to fucking pay it. <laughs> Literal deadbeat dad over here. Calling yeah. people deadbeats. Yeah, yeah, that's wild. The lack of uh, self-awareness that they continuously exhibit. <laughs> but also just the fuck in the middle of that where he's like, you play by the rules and you're rewarded. It's like, no, you're not. No, you're fucking not. Like all these people are playing by the rules. The rules are fucked up. Like it's just a mm -hmm. straight up lie. Um, and people yeah. are tired of it. But so anyway. we talked about a bunch of shameless liars flailing about for a message that makes sense. Let's talk about hypocrisy for a second. Stephen Moore is not our only fucking entry in that field. Uh, but let's show Marco Rubio for a second to establish what we're talking about. This is illegal. The president doesn't have the authority to do this. He's not hes not an emperor. He can't just with the stroke of a pen cancel $300, $400 billion worth of student loans. And number three, it's unfair. I wrote and passed the PPP program, which, by the way, is nothing like the student loan issue. It is like the student yeah. loan issue and that it's free money from the government. Right. <laughs> uh, which is why they left so fumbling. What he's trying to say about it being illegal is saying, well, PPP loan was passed as an act of Congress, and we didn't pass an act of Congress to do this, except they did. It, it was under the Emergency Powers Act. Uh, Emergency Powers Act passed after 9-11. They gave George W. Bush's administration the power to eliminate student loans in times of national emergency. Now, the Supreme Court could say that COVID doesn't qualify, and therefore Biden's move, but like that's for the courts to sort out. And by the way, Biden administration's backup plans that the court tries to do that, they just have to do it in a much more arduous and painstaking fashion that will take longer and require more bureaucracy. But I, I don't doubt they're going to do that to punish Biden, but it doesn't mean there's no legal authority. It's about what judges decide words mean. What's an emergency, Trey? Right. Yeah, I know. Well, I don't. I definitely don't trust the, this Supreme Court to not fuck the whole thing up. So it's good to know that there's a yeah. backup plan at the very least. But yeah, the, P, the PPP thing. I know that that was a big, a big thing with all this rhetoric. All these Republicans super pissed off about the notion of this, who seem to have no problem yeah. with uh, getting some of that sweet, sweet government cash for themselves during COVID. <laughs> Our biggest politics brains, because the, what the White House did was they took every, all these Congress people's PPP loans that got forgiveness and just made a Twitter thread being like, oh, right. of, them, of them, their statements, and then compared to what their loans got forgiven. And some people were like, oh, that's not fair. The two things aren't the same. And I understand the differences between the two. 
one was a once in a generation thing to stop a pandemic. And this is more of a systemic problem that we need to really reform the whole system. But we'll get to that a little bit later. But the <laughs> the this pure hypocrisy, because there's no problem with people. Just don't want people like the rest of us getting home forgiveness, right? Right. Well, business tyrants got it. And I saw people like even Nate Silver was like, this is unfair comparison because I don't see why it's hypocritical. It's like, oh, he, he was saying he didn't understand. It. It's just hypocrisy. People understand hypocrisy and makes them mad. Like uh, Joe Biden did a thing where they asked him, is it unfair? And he goes, is it unfair for billionaires to get tax breaks that the rest of us don't get? Everybody understands that. It's a very, right. it's a very easy pivot. <laughs> and these guys just don't fucking understand it. I think it's unfair to criticize them for getting free money. And I'm not against the PPP loans. They were they were probably necessary right. if the entire economy from collapsing. There was a bunch of fraud. Only like not, not as much of it got passed through to workers as it was supposed to. But that's a problem for like audits and shit. That's not a problem for the ideals of the program. But for people to complain about this shit just absolutely fucking pisses me off. Like Tucker Carlson's been going off about this. Tucker Carlson had three businesses get a total of one million dollars in PPP loans forgiven. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene had one hundred eighty-three thousand dollars in PPP loans forgiven for a construction company. <clears throat> Here's a brief list: Matt Gates got half a million dollars in PPP loans forgiven. Uh, Vern Buchanan, Republican of Florida, we talked about last week, got two point eight million. Uh, I'm looking at a list: Bert, Brett Guthrie, Republican of Kentucky, four point three million dollars in loan forgiveness. Ralph Norman, Republican of South Carolina, three hundred thousand dollars. The list goes on and on and on. All these motherfuckers grab free money for themselves pass a token amount of it to the workers and that are complaining about people getting their student loans uh, uh, getting a, a chunk lot off of that. I have no patience for these motherfuckers. Uh, no, me neither. So I want so we've got there's a a whole bunch of these, yeah. uh, you know, Republican meltdowns that we've got. And, you know, we have more, but I wanted to say, you know, if you want to cherry pick, you know, what you want to do next uh, in the rundown, then we should do that. Yeah. I don't, and then also Matt, and I know Matt, if he queues up a video or whatever, but I'm just saying, if you see like some uh, comments or whatever relevant to this, well, you can throw them up there whenever. I'll skip to the wrap up here and we'll talk about Reagan for a second because I think that's the most important part. And I think like it's important to note how we got here because one thing that happens is different generations talk past each other because you all grew up in different eras of the American economy. Let me tell you what I'm talking about. Like uh, we get training out called ages a lot for making fun of boomers. And I'm not saying that every part of a boomer's life was easier. That's not, it's quite obviously not true, but school was a lot cheaper back in y'all's day. Um, The cost of tuition and fees at a four year public universities was about $2,500 and $2020 from the mid 60s to the mid 80s. That's, you could pay for college plus summer working a minimum wage job. You can't pay for college with summer working a minimum wage job anymore. Right. For example, I looked, I looked up what tuition is at my college. When I graduated in 2000, I had about $30,000 in, in, in student loan debt because my room and board and tuition totaled about $10,000, $11,000 a year. Now it's about $30,000 a year. That's 22 years later, almost mm-hmm. triple in price in 22 years. That's not sustainable because wages haven't gone up that much. Right. Well, that's the case with like everything, right? I mean, they talk about how like just work hard or whatever. And that shit I was saying earlier about, you know, work hard, follow the rules, you'll be rewarded. And it's not true. What used to be more true. I mean, as long as you were a white person, because during this period we were talking about, you know, anybody that wasn't white was getting ruthlessly fucked over all the time. Glad all that got fixed. Anyway, um, yeah, you know, you could get a, uh, just a regular job, full-time job, and have, like, a house with a two-car garage and be married with a wife who stays home with the kids and all that, you know, fucking Norman Rockwell shit, and uh, could work a 
uh, part time job in the summer and pay your way through college. All that shit used to be true, and it's like these. A lot of these people think that <laughs> it's like they don't realize that it's not true anymore. So they think that kids today are just choosing to not do all that or something. No matter how mm-hmm. many times they're, you know, it's screamed at them that it's just none of that's real anymore. It doesn't matter to them. They just can't see it beyond, you know, their own experience with it or something. It's fucking. Yeah. It's also like we're pointing out that it's harder for teens and college kids to get minimum wage jobs because they're taken up by retirees who got fucked by the housing market and the stock market collapse. So, like, boomers are also fucked by the same economy. They're, they're the ones working at Walmart readers and cashiers and shit. Um, anyway, we need to fix all that stuff. But, like, I do want to uh, do, if you wonder where the student loan debt basically didn't exist in the 80s, and someone dug up this uh, speech given by a Reagan uh, um, staffer when he was governor in California. There was this meme that took hold of the right after Vietnam, the one of the reasons we the only reason we lost Vietnam, besides the fact that it was un, it was an unwinnable war, which you know from the uh, um, the Rand papers that got leaked to the, uh, to the Washington Post and the Pentagon Papers, they knew it was unwinnable way before we lost it. But they think we lost because of the student um, uh, protest movement, right? And in, in May 1970, Ronald Reagan shut down all 28 UC and Cal State campuses in the midst of student protests. Shut it down just to protest. And his education advisor, Roger A. Peter, press conference with Fendham, in which he said, you're engaged in educated proletariat. That's dynamite. We have to be selective on who we allow to go to college. Um, Berkeley at that point was nearly free to attend for California residents, which now I bet you it's $4,000 a year. And it became a national center of organizing against the Vietnam War. Deep anxiety about this reached the highest levels of the U.S. government. John McCone, head of the CIA, requested a meeting with J. Edgar Hoover discuss communist influence at Berkeley in situations that uh, definitely required some corrective action. So basically, student loan debt was invented in the 80s under the Reagan administration to restrict and make college more expensive. It took away public financing for education, and this is the system they wanted. They wanted everybody to not be able to be entrepreneurs and start their own jobs and protest wars. So that's what we right. got here. So like essentially, they were saying, you know, when regular people go to college, they turn into fucking commies who who <laughs> cause problems for us by not liking our wars and shit. And that ain't good. So we need uh-huh. fewer regular people going to college. So we need to take corrective action, i.e., Make co- take away the public funding for college, make it more expensive for regular people, and then that in turn led to them requiring student loans. And now, you know, 30, 40 years later, whatever, here we are, fuck, 40, 50 years later. But yeah, yeah, I'd never yeah. heard any of that, but it's, I'm not at all surprised that, you know, Ronald Reagan is at the root of yet another, you know, massive turn for the worse in recent American history. Well, that scarcity mindset we talked about up top, it's really, it really is troubling because it's like, it, 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 conservatives aren't wrong that if you, if you give, if you give people an opportunity to get less and less, they, they're forced to be more grateful for the scraps they get. Mm-hmm. And also you get mad at other people for getting stuff, but you didn't get it. And we're talking about education here. Education, listen, unlimited. Kids can read the same book over and over again. You don't have to right. take the books out of the library. You don't have to shut down the classes. Education is the cheapest way to improve society, and they're trying to destroy it <laughs> still. That's what this Anthony, is up to. Anthony Webb says, loving that hat, Mark. Hit the like button, everybody. Yes, thank you, Anthony. Like and subscribe and share and rate and review on the podcast version, all that good stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's a staple for Mark there, that hat, I believe. Catherine Clark says, the White House on Twitter has a new social media person, and she is killing it. Yeah, I saw that, too, that, that she was the one that was credited with the – 
that whole the PPP loan thing that uh, took yeah. over Twitter. That was the new person running the White House's Twitter page, which she had think, some good credentials, but I, I, it's escaping me right now what they were. Was was he some sort of comedy writer or like social media executive or something? Anyway, social like, media something or another. But yeah. anyway, yeah. Robert Mitchell says White House Twitter gave no fucks. Yeah. White House. <laughs> yeah. They were like person. Yeah. The dark brand. They were like half a half a second away from tweeting out a dark brand in me and they were pretty on it, which is like that's who's online fucking to care, <coughs> care to the online audience. That's what John Fetterman does like a like a hand-to-hand, handshaky, door-knocking campaign in real life, but on Twitter, he's dunking all over Oz, because that's what the internet's fucking for. So, why not do it? Cynthia Marie says, they say hard work. They imagine people busting their asses, manual labor, mentally exhausting jobs, things that they never did. Yeah, if you're talking about the politicians and stuff, yeah, 100%, absolutely. I mean, that's what we were saying. Like you said, they just, it's like, what do these people have so much trouble getting money? Like, don't they know that People just give you money for stuff like haven't they been around this country? Because that's how things do work for them. Uh, actually, what? Mark had this in the rundown. We just were running long on everything. But Lucia Duncan says, don't forget the gifts given to farmers for set aside land and milk checks. I love farmers, but they've been subsidized for decades. Uh, Chuck yeah. Grassley in particular right, was one of those farmers who's received millions in subsidies over the years. Who's yeah. ranting and raving hey. about this. I got the numbers right here. Uh, he was uh, complaining about student loan forgiveness, but his family's gotten $1.75 million in federal farm subsidies in the past 20 years. And also, remember when Trump's stupid trade war with China, the, the Republicans gave $16 billion in cash to farmers, just straight up cash. This is just loan forgiveness. Carta says, does he not realize Republicans can pay off 10 to 20K in student debt, too? I know. That's what I was saying earlier. It's like, you know, there's going to be some... There has to, there's got to be a shit. I wonder what those people are thinking right now. Are they just like quietly being like, I mean, this is pretty sweet. I'm like, you know, because yeah, yeah, there's got to be a shitload of of Republicans who this also is helping. And I wonder how that, I like this, what that's going to do. This comment's perfect. Jasmine Parker. <laughs> Jasmine Parker on YouTube says, yes, politicians doing shit to make your life better to get you to vote for them is literally their fucking job. Right. Yeah, I know. How did we get away from that? How did we get away from that? Well, I know. They're like, oh, it's just a bargaining chip or whatever. It's like, okay, so when the Democrats offer a political bargaining chip, it's a policy that helps millions of actual Americans. Like, I... I'm kind of fine with that. Like that, is that supposed to bother me? Sounds pretty sweet. Uh, Mind Grifter says, guaranteed Ted Cruz will never be able to visit a coffee shop in person ever again unless it's the Patriot Eagle Gun Coffee. Yeah, he's probably a Black Rifle Coffee. Isn't that what it's called? Do you know what I'm talking about, Mark? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Black yeah. Rifle Coffee. I mean, yeah. Uh, they, the, co- the coffee the coffee for people who like guns because there's specific coffees for your gun stance. Not right. Eric Martinez says, why not forgive health care debt instead of student loans? I mean, you know. Because the federal government doesn't own it. I mean, I, I'd be favor of figuring out a way right. to do that, but the federal government doesn't own health debt. So it's like, they, it's not easy. It's, it, it was, this is a very straightforward legal thing, assuming the courts agree that this is a, that COVID uh, qualifies as a national emergency. Although, obviously, the government's acting like COVID's over. So it's, it's a little bit of bullshit, but it's bullshit that helps people. So, uh, so real quick. Uh, Debbie Lynn Robinson says, why not both? Yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah, we definitely need to do something about the fucking healthcare debt, too. I've, yeah. And uh, just the future of that whole system. So, I, real quick, because I found it, uh, Megan Coyne is the girl's name who got the White House Twitter job. She had previously ran, ran social media for the New Jersey governor's office and apparently 
one person, when the New Jersey governor's account went live, someone said, who let New Jersey have a Twitter? And the response from the official New Jersey government account was your mom. <laughs> so <laughs> she got a, got a little bit of sass. Yeah. I, of I don't know. If, to her. I, I don't know if the Twitter thread will change anybody's mind about anything, but the Republicans freaking out about it and showing their ass that makes them look weak and stupid. And that part was worth the price of Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. So, yeah, let's see here. Yeah, thank you, Matt. Appreciate it. So, reminder, go to TreyCrowder.com, get tickets, come see me live. Remember, some of those new dates are with Corey and Drew as well, the ones that say well-read appropriately. And uh, we're still adding more into 2023, so there'll be new ones coming soon. If you're not represented there, don't worry. We're working on it, I promise you. Number two. If you like this show, you want to support us, go to weeklyskews.com slash more. We're going Patreon. Look me up. $5 a month. Get full-length bonus episodes, and we sure would appreciate it. So, yeah, that's it. Thanks, everybody, for being here. Enjoy your Labor Day weekend. We appreciate it, and we'll uh, see you next time. So you love you. Bye. Cheers.